You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. At 106 on this Friday, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, uh, dePietro.com. Right, uh, right now, it is 106. And I want to um, go back again. This uh, boy, Pete Ducey of Fox News, was really in reform going after that White House press person and the fact that she's trying to this john pierre that jean pierre excuse me that she's trying to say that they have been quote transparent on this whole thing is is absolutely laughable right as we all know i mean hardly they've had this information since november uh no one would describe them as being transparent on this whole thing for them to even state that on its face is is just you know is ridiculous, but th- this is this is now a, a major problem. So I want to play. This has to do with the documents. Her trying to say we have been transparent. There's a lot of different lines you could use. That that is not one of the ones you want to use. I want to play. This was the White House uh, press secretary. This was yesterday. This whole fiasco on the documents. It's a statement of, uh, 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 from his lawyer, Richard Sauber. And at the end, he said, we are confident that their thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced. And the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovery of this mistake. I'm going to leave it there. That's what his lawyer said. But again, this is something that the president takes very seriously. And we have been uh, coordinating. They have been coordinating. His lawyers have been coordinating very closely so, uh, with the Department of Justice. The last thing is the initial statement we'll ask him on Monday. The president addressed us on Tuesday in Mexico City. All the conversations about the documents in the office. However... Our folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can uh, always listen online. Right now, it is 108. And I, uh, JR could just give me the... I believe we have... A smooth connection going right now. I believe we do, Jr. I think all is good. I think we may have um, had a minor glitch. So all, let me um, just double check with our uh, man, who's been uh, terrific, as a matter of fact. And this portion of the John DePietro show, folks, it's brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, Forty Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Whether okay, lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, they're waiting for you. At the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. And don't forget, this weekend, you have the NFL playoffs. You know, the next couple of days really belong to the NFL. Between uh, the playoffs, NFL playoffs tomorrow, and then also on Sunday. And how about Monday night? Monday night football will be the Dallas Cowboys Oh, boy. The Dallas Cowboys against Tom Brady. So, all right, let's go back to that'll be, and you can watch all the action at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Bricknick Hill Road in Lincoln. All right, let's go back to the White House. His last being transparent about that, if that was already known and not discussed up front. So, just to... You said transparent. I want to say that we have been transparent here. Uh, That is why the minute that his lawyers found those documents, uh, they reported it. They reached out to the archives of the Department of Justice, and they did that voluntarily. Uh, And they were not compelled to do it. They did it voluntarily. Now, I want to step back a little bit as you're asking me about the timeline. Look, the lawyer said we have been working closely with the Department of Justice and coordinating a search that was still ongoing uh, to ensure any additional documents were in the proper possession of the government. After that search, uh, after the search concluded last night, uh, we released a statement disclosing the facts from that search, as you all know, this morning. Uh, This is all part of the Justice Department process, and you heard the Attorney General speak to this today. Uh, So we are being very careful to be uh, fully cooperative with the Department of Justice and providing details as appropriate as part of that process. You know what's um, going on here also? is, folks, the mainstream media are upset 
that they were misled. But I want to go to Fox News' Peter Ducey heated exchange over the documents. What is the White House trying to hide? Let's go to it. What is the White House trying to hide? Garage Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete, at best, misleading, at worst. Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said. He said that he will, he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. That's what he said. He said that he did not know that the, the records were there. He does not know what's in them. He said that. You heard from him directly on this. And his team has been cooperating fully, fully. And not only that, again, I'll say this. The attorney general said this himself, that he heard from the team shortly after. So we have laid out laid out uh, what has occurred here. You've heard from the White House counsel. Uh, I just read the statement uh, from uh, from his lawyer. And again, uh, you know, we take this very seriously and the president does as well. When will the White House release a log of visitors to the Wilmington House? You know, um, Peter, you've asked this question, or as your colleagues have asked this question before. Let's not forget uh, what we did here in this White House. We instituted something that the last administration got rid of, which is putting out the White House, uh, putting, uh, making sure that there was a White House log, extensive White House log, so the American I mean, people got to see again, again, again. I am telling you, we did something that the last administration got rid of, which is instituting the White House logs. Uh, did you ask the last administration why they got rid of the White House logs? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Look how then she tries to move on from that. But she's not going to be able to move on from that. Now, I also want to play Chris. Um, let's see. Let me go back to uh, Ed Keefe of CBS News really uh, also gets into it with her. I want to hear this. other than the president about disclosing this once it was discovered. What I can say is somebody, I was asked uh, by your colleague if he, if we, we talked about the documents themselves. The president said he does not know what was in them, no. right? So but I, but I, but also just wanted to clear that up. I look. I understand you guys are going to have a lot of questions on this. I get that. I know you guys are going to have a lot of questions on process and specifics. And what I can tell you is that I'm not going to go beyond what the president laid out. I'm not going to go beyond what my White House uh, counsel colleagues have stated. I would refer you to them for any other specifics or in additional information. I want to be prudent here. Uh, I want to make sure that we do this in appropriate the appropriate way. We're going to ask them because that's our job. I understand. And, and my job is to answer your questions. So here we go. Let's go. We ask this is because on like day two of this administration, when he swore all of you in, the president said, quote, I'm going to make mistakes when I make them. I'll acknowledge them and I'll tell you and I'll need your help to help me correct them. So you're the one here yeah, talking to us about this. That's why we're asking you. So let's just remember that. We don't need we don't need to have this. We work very well together. We do. I don't we don't need to have this kind of confrontation. Ask your question and I will answer them the best that I can. Part of the reason we're laying that out is because you're laying out your part of the job. I know, our part of the job. I know, but I'm just saying that we don't need to have contention. You don't need to be contentious with me here, Ed. The president was asked yesterday but did not answer this part of the question. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on November second? All right, now, folks, that was we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. But I want to go right now. I believe um, I want to hear this is a new update that I believe we're going to get right now regarding this um, whole thing with a daily briefing right now. Let me um, I don't know why it's not. Oh, OK, here we go. I think I should be able to pull this up right now. It's 116. Oh. Folks, good afternoon. It's 116. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 13. Okay, this is, uh, let's go live now to the White House. Sir, you say that 
finally uh, confirmed for us is that Bob Bauer is indeed the president's personal internally handling some of this. Uh, given that the Justice Department cited the personal counsel as having made this uh, initial outreach to National Archives and has been in touch with the Justice Department, is that the person who these questions should be directed to? Why the White House counsel? I will say this again, I would, whatever the White House counsel, my colleague told you uh, in your conversation, I know you guys just spoke or connected earlier today, uh, I would uh, ask them that question. And anything related to the review, I would refer you to the Department of Justice. And um, regarding the extraordinary uh, measures that the Treasury Secretary announced uh, a little while ago in advance notice to Congress, is there a policy that requires her to give advance notice? Those plans? You would have to you have to reach out to the Department of Treasury on how that process works. What I can say is uh, just so that everyone knows, the folks who are watching, uh, the debt limit is projected to be reached on Thursday, January 19th. At that point, Treasury will begin to take extraordinary measures to prevent uh, default. Secretary Yellen did not name a specific X date, if you will. Uh, the day Treasury would know, uh, the day Treasury would no, no longer be able to pay the government's obligations, but quoting from the Secretary's letter, it's unlikely that that cash and extraordinary measures will be exhausted before early June. But does, that does not mean that Congress should not wait until then to raise the debt ceiling, as we have been saying over and over again. The sooner Congress acts, the better, since even the prospect of not raising the debt ceiling will have debt damage uh, the full faith and the credit of our nation. Uh, and again, we are going to continue to, uh, to encourage Congress to act. But as far as the steps and, and how this all works, I would refer to the Department they of Justice. Six days till the 19th. A few years ago, she did it about 10 days before. I, am, I understand. I would refer you to Department of There's Treasury. Nothing to it being announced today amid the situation I, that the White House is facing. I would refer you to Department of, of Treasury. And just to be very clear here, uh, Ed, we have. I've been in here almost every day since we got back from Mexico City, standing here taking your questions at length. Uh, so that we're not avoiding anything here. And you've heard, you've heard, you've heard from the president at least twice. And you, we have put forth multiple uh, statements from the White House Counsel's Office. So that suggestion, I just disagree with. Go ahead, Kristen. Thank you so much. Does the White House and does the president um, agree to fully cooperate with the special counsel investigation? We have said that we are going to continue to continue to fully co cooperate. We have been. Uh, th uh, the president's lawyers and team has been fully cooperating uh, with the Department of Justice, and we're certainly they're certainly going to do that with uh, the, the special counsel. And so by that reasoning, would the president agree to sit for an on-the-record in-person not. I'm not going to get into specifics or get ahead of what's going to happen. I'm not going to get into hypotheticals because that is a hypothetical. What I will say is uh, we have addressed this multiple times uh, at length, and we are going to to continue, uh, the president's team is going to continue to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice, uh, and we respect that process, and that's what we're going to do. The president has said he hopes to speak about this soon. When can people expect to hear from him? Uh, don't have again. That's a that is that is something that I can't. I don't have a, a magic wand here. I don't know when that's going to happen. What I can say is uh, his team is going to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice. Uh, let's not forget. The president said during the campaign that when it comes to the Department of Justice independence, he respects that. Uh, and that is something that he had said was incredibly important to make sure that they had their independence. That's why we say we're going to make sure that uh, they have their independence. And that's why I'm saying that we're, we're going to refer to Department of Justice. And, and let me just ask you a big picture question here. Folks, Does again, this House is live at the White House. Speaking, have an obligation to He's getting hammered again. With the American people when the existence of classified information is held in a private location. Again, there is a process in this. But just big picture, not necessarily we, this instance, but is, is it the policy of the White House that, that they should share that information, not just with the National Archives, but with the Americans? So, I'll say this, Kristen. We have been transparent in the last couple of days. In, remember, there's an ongoing process, and we have spoken when it is appropriate. 
Uh, and we have shared, again, I've been here almost every day, not every day, but from Wednesday, yesterday and today, taking your questions on this. The White House Council has uh, put out uh, a very extensive multiple uh, statements on this as well. And you all, I know, you all have been talking, many of you here have been talking to my colleague in the White House Council. So what the the um the actions that we took were right right actions that his team took uh, in de in in uh, dealing with the department of justice and also the archives but look you, i have i have, guys have answered questions when the press has broken in the news because it's an ongoing process because again it is an ongoing process there is a process here the department of justice is independent we respect that process that is such a good point but again i have taken questions i can take two two questions to a hundred questions I have answered your questions uh, as uh, almost every day on this issue. And again, anything else that you may have, anything that's related to the review, I would refer you to one, the Department of one Justice. One last question because I know we're going to move on here. But the, the president campaigned on the argument that he would restore confidence. We know that he's in the process of deciding whether to officially announce he's running for re-election. Does this episode undercut that argument that, that he would restore confidence? Because here we have in the headlines that he is now under investigation. He's restored independence in the Department of Justice. That's what we're doing here. When we're saying we're going to refer you to the Department of Justice, that is restoring independence as it, as it relates to issues like this. And that is important to the president. And it's been consistent. What I am saying about investigations has been consistent for the last two years. You've heard me over and over again when it comes to a legal issue or a matter like this. Uh, we have always referred to the Department of Justice. So there's nothing here uh, different here. Uh, we have said we wanted to restore the independence of the Department of Justice. And that is what you're seeing. Uh, and again, we this has been done in a transparent way uh, when it relates to how this was uh, dealt with with the Department of Justice uh, and the archives. The president takes this very, very seriously. Any other questions that you may have about this particular issue, uh, about the review, I would refer you to the Department of Justice. You guys have been in touch with my colleagues at the White House Counsel Office, and I would uh, suggest that you continue to reach out. Go ahead, Stephen. Thanks. I just want to press you on that point about the idea of disclosures when it's appropriate. You describe it in the process, but it sort of feels like a strategy, a communication strategy to protect the president from political damage. Was it the hope and expectation here that this would have remained a private matter and not have been subject to public disclosure? Look, Stephen, that's your version of the case. I've been very clear here, uh, and uh, I've answered that question multiple times in different versions, right, uh, in the last couple of days. Look, I want to be very clear. There is a process here. We are going to respect the process. This is all part of the Department, uh, just, uh, Department of Justice uh, process, uh, and we are cooperating fully. We are cooperating fully in this process. And uh, again, uh, the president believes that the Justice Department uh, and its independence needs needed to be restored. That's what you've seen under this administration the last two, year, wow, this two years. Is and I want to be consistent in what I'm saying. I want to be prudent in what I'm saying when I say that we are going to defer any questions related to this to the Department of Justice and any other items that you have. If you don't want to talk to the Department of Justice, you're free to, to talk to the White House Counsel Office. I know you guys have been in touch with my colleagues there. We have done both, but let me just ask you because oftentimes... Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. <laughs> this is a live White House press briefing. She is getting hammered by the White House press briefing. ...in advance of CBS News breaking the story on Monday. No. Yeah. Oh, did you have a question? <laughs> A position on that. What she I can say more broadly. What, wait, well, I, I mean, what, what I'm saying is that more broadly speaking, not going to get into the specifics of that. Uh, what I can say is that we believe when it comes to the debt limit, it has been done in a bipartisan way uh, over the years uh, and uh, decades, and it should be done in a bipartisan way, and it should be done without conditions. That is important here. Uh, and so we're going to continue to uh, uh, encourage and ask Congress to take action, uh, and that's where we're going to leave it at this time. We're not going to do any negotiations or, and it should be 
again, again done without conditions. I mean, I've said that the ledge, our Office of Ledge Affairs has been in, in touch with the new Congress uh, to make sure that they know who to reach out, the appropriate people to reach out on the uh, Office of Ledge Affairs. Uh, and so we're going to continue. We're always having conversations with members, members of Congress. Uh, the president ha always has multiple conversations with members of Congress. As you know, he has a lot of uh, longtime friends who are over uh, over on the other side of, of, of Pennsylvania. And so uh, that is something that continues. But when it comes to this, when it comes to the debt limit, it should be done without conditions. It was done under the last president three times uh, in a bipartisan way. And so this should be, this should continue. And very quickly on the CPI data yesterday, you know, pretty good result there. That comes on the heels of the jobs data, which was pretty strong. Uh, your officials have been kind of, you know, jazzed about that, it seems, on TV in the last 24 hours or so. Uh, is it fair to say that the White House is thinking this is what a soft landing should look like, or are you not getting that far? this and as you said you've heard from many of my colleagues who are in in the, who are economists who have been working on this issue pushing for the president's economic plan look it just goes back to uh, the president's economic uh, plan and we see it as it's working right with what the, the vision that the president has for this country when you think about when he came in he passed the American rescue plan you think about all the other historic pieces of legislation the bipartisan uh, infrastructure legislation I, I talked I talked multiple times in, in the at the top about the Inflation Reduction Act. Look, it is it, it matters what the vision of a president is and him acting out on it. And that's what you saw. When you see inflation down for six months, uh, that that matters, right? That's because of the president's economic plan. When you see annual inflation down 6.5% from where it was this summer, just this summer at 91.1%, uh, gas prices down by by uh, about more than a buck 70 uh, per, from, from its peak. All of that matters. And so that's how we're seeing this. We're seeing it as the president's economic plan is indeed working. We are going to continue to put the American families and American people first and work on this issue that you hear us talk about all the time. His number one economic issue, issue is bringing down inflation. That's why the Inflation Reduction Act, what I talked about, when you think about health care, when you think about Medicare and negotiating those prices, uh, when you think about what we announced in Georgia, 2,500 jobs, are going to be created because of the Inflation Reduction Act. All of that, all of that matters, and all of that is important, and it's more broadly speaking about the uh, the present economic plan. Look, we believe that we continue to be in this transition terrible. of stable and steady growth. Absolutely and I terrible. Think that's what we believe. That's what the numbers uh, continue to show as you talk about the jobs report that we saw recently, and as you talk as we talk about the CPI data. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that we are in this transition of a stable <laughs> transition to stable and steady growth and we believe that the economic the president's economic policies that he's put forward in the past two years we see that working ahead, uh, thanks u.s attorney john Lush was looking into this for for several weeks uh before he was in touch with looking into what exactly okay. he was in touch uh with uh president biden's counsel i, w I wanted to know was the was President Biden, was the White House surprised that along with, uh, with Merrick Garland that he decided that more investigation was needed and a special counsel was, uh, was called, was appointed? What I can tell you is that we were not given a heads up. Uh, that the that Attorney General Garland was uh, going to make his made his announcement yesterday on the special counsel. Uh, that is something that we learned, uh, like many of you, uh, uh, watching the news. Uh, I'm not going to get into uh, into anything further from that. Uh, I can't speak to this person who you just mentioned, who has been I don't know having conversations or making comments about this. I'm just not going to get into that. I'm not going to uh, re give reactions from here. What I can tell you is that again, I'm going to refer you to the White House Council uh, and um, office to talk to my colleagues on any particular questions that you may have that's related uh, to this process. And if it's uh, something that you want to know specifically about the review, I will refer you to Department of Justice. When, when President Biden did say, you know, God willing, uh, he hoped to be able to say more soon. I mean, it seemed like he was thinking that the investigation would end soon. Was he surprised? I, again, I'm just not going to uh, go beyond what the president said. 
uh, I will say this is that uh, we are we are um, we are going to continue to fully cooperate. Uh, as I've said, we have talked about this at length. Uh, we've had multiple statements on this, and again, want to be prudent here. I'm going to be consistent here. Uh, any questions that you may have about this process, I would refer you to the uh, White House Council. Another another topic. Uh, I want to ask about the uh, administration's appeal of the Sutherland Springs uh, mass shooting case. Does it concern uh, the administration that some gun control advocates are concerned or worried about the appeal by uh, the DOJ and that that appeal undercuts Biden's own stance on background checks? And actually also that the NRA is essentially applauding the DOJ's move. So look, when it comes to uh, issues like this, legal issues, that is something that the Department of Justice uh, deals with. Again, they are independent. Uh, so I would refer you to them on their decision. Uh, the president continues to be committed uh, on uh, making sure that we address an issue that is affecting families across the country, communities across the country, which is gun violence. That's why it was so critical when he signed the bipartisan uh, piece of legislation on gun violence just a couple of months ago this past summer. And uh, he's going to continue uh, to call for the ban of assault weapons, working with Congress to make that happen. Uh, and let's not forget, the first year and a half of this administration, we put forward, we put forward more executive actions than any other president on dealing with this issue, on dealing with protecting our communities, protecting families, dealing with gun violence, and that that is uh, uh, that call that he has, especially the call to action from Congress, is going to continue and it's not going to stop. I'm going to go to the back. Okay. Right. Um, I have two questions on the meeting with the Prime Minister, but just briefly on the documents. We have seen online propaganda from adversaries seeking to take advantage from this revolution. Uh, revolution. I'm sorry, can you say, can you go back a little bit? Who's, see, who's seeking to take advantage? We have seen online propaganda from adversaries seeking to take advantage of the revelation of the classified documents. I wonder if you can share with us whether the uh, administration is anticipating any kind of national security implications from this fallout. Are you hearing any kind of intelligence and are you doing anything to deter Again, I'm just not going to talk about uh, any intelligence from here. Uh, I would certainly, uh, anything that's related to this, I would refer you to the Department of Justice and, uh, and also oh, refer you to my God. colleagues at the White House She's Council. So I'm terrible. just not going to go into anything, well, again, good any, especially national security issues. Uh, you're uh, hearing so is the complete collapse of the Biden administration. Your on the meeting, um, I know we're waiting for a readout, but if you can tell us whether the leaders what about semiconductors and whether this Japan confirms that it will enact export so far in over Chinese our access to semiconductors and whether the Prime Minister again urged President Biden as he has done so Some many very times good questions if asked he would be this. open to joining CPTPP. So on CPTPP, I like the question. Uh, this is not an option we're exploring. I think we've said that before. I like the uh, we're focused on the you won't, IPEF, or the as you know, the Indo-Pacific Framework, breaks uh, negotiations and deepening our economic ties with anything. those 13 CBS News broke uh, many it. of which are TPP and that's when you uh, partners, so that is going to be our it. focus. Uh, that has not changed. Uh, as it relates, again, I wanna, don't want to get ahead of the conversation. They're currently uh, still uh, having a dialogue. There's the bilateral is still occurring, uh, but I expect they will discuss China, Russia, Russia's war against Ukraine, and the DPRK's unlawful nuclear and missile programs, uh, and the leaders will focus on what they can get done together in 2023. Japan holds uh, in the G7 presidency and has just taken a non-permanent seat uh, on the UN Security Council. While we're hosting the APEC and seeking to make shift progress on the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, uh, Prime Minister Kishida arrived at the White House, as you all know, I believe my colleague laid out uh, what came out of that two plus two uh, after consulting closely with us and regional partners in, in Europe. And I expect the president and the prime minister Kishida will, will debrief on those consultations. Again, don't want to get ahead of, we're going to have a readout for you. They're having this conversations currently. Uh, and so once we have the readout this afternoon, we certainly will share that. If I can just dig a little bit deeper on IPF because we really haven't heard much about this framework since it was launched last year. So at this point, it seems like the administration still believes that this is the best offer that the U.S. can give to 
stronger Chinese uh, trade clout. Is that, am I understanding this so, correctly? Let me just, so as you said, it was announced in Tokyo just this past May, um, and, uh, and Japan was a critical partner, as you know, uh, in helping us to build support, particularly among Southeast Asian countries. So that is important. Again, Japan has been a critical partner in this. Uh, IPEF partners represent 40% of the world GDP, uh, and we are united in our belief that much of our success in coming in coming decades will depend on how well governments harness innovation. So that is part of it, right? We got to see how uh, this works through, especially the transformations afoot in the clean energy, digital technology sectors, while fortifying our economies against a range of threats from fragile supply chains to co co uh, corruption to tax havens. So again, with Japan's partnerships and leadership in the negotiations, we expect to achieve high standard uh, commitments that will deepen our economic engagement in the region and make good progress in text-based uh, negotiations this year. So this is a partnership that is incredibly important. Japan played a Once very Once again, you're listing this is live the White House. I just want to... 40% of the world GDP. Uh, and so, look, this is, again, an important partnership. This is a framework that we are incredibly committed to, and we appreciate uh, Japan's partnership in this. I want to just oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. come back to the doctor. Uh, I want to ask you about the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Uh, so the U.S. Chamber of Commerce embraced President Biden in 2020, and now the president of the U.S. Chamber says that the businesses it represents are fed up with the government well, making it harder to do business right, and adding new rules and regulations. Do you have documents yes, down. I do. Um, first thing, the president's uh, first two no, years in office have been the, the best for job creation in history when you think about 10.5, nearly 10.5 million jobs okay. created. Uh, manufacturing and small businesses are on the rise and we are seeing progress in our fight against global inflation. So so that's the first piece to uh, to just lay out there. The second, uh, look, I don't think that it's all uh, all of the chamber's presidents who said that. She also called out polarization and gridlock and called for permitting reform, immigration reform, improving child care, improving climate resilience, and funding law enforcement. So those are all areas where president uh, has called for Congress to act, and we also agree with the chamber that Congress must address and the, the debt limit, and we can, quote, not play chicken with the true faith and credit of the United States, that's end quote. And, and lastly, let me just say, as I think everyone is aware, the last two years showed historic bipartisan progress for the American people. I've talked about in this, and during this uh, press, uh, during this press briefing, those pieces of legislation, again, historic pieces of legislation, including on rebuilding our infrastructure and investing in American manufacturing. Uh, so the president's plans on infrastructure, next generation research, clean energy and manufacturing are strongly supported by business community. Uh, again, you know, we do outreach to different communities when we talk about these important pieces of legislation. We talk about here. the president's economic plan, but he also believes big corporations should pay, should pay their fair share in taxes. And that's not just us. That's also the American public who believes that they should be doing this. Well, she said also that there's government uh, regulatory I want to hear if there's any more questions. When regulations are driven by ideological agendas and imposing imposed on businesses without transparency, accountability, or clarity, government isn't working. So will there be changes in this government so working? I'll say this. Our administration is leveraging every available tool to advance the president's ambitious agenda for the country and to deliver for the American people. That's the president's primary goal. When he comes, when he came into the administration, and it continues to be the case, he yeah. wanted to this make sure that another he's delivering for the American people, delivering for American families, making sure that we're building an economy from the bottom up, middle out. I realize I didn't get to the Donald I was just asked about Donnie. the inflation data, the CPI data, and the jobs report. We are seeing, while there's still more work to do, we are seeing the economic, the president's economic policy is actually working. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Alex, in the back. Uh, yeah, Queen, earlier this uh, week we discussed the situation in Florida with, I think, about uh, 350 Cuban migrants landing at uh, Dry Tortuga and Key West. Um, I believe you, you, you said uh, it was political ploy on the part of uh, Governor DeSantis to deploy the National Guard. His office has said that the Coast Guard requested help uh, patrolling the waters off Florida. So can you just kind of discuss your understanding of the situation yeah. uh, in Florida and how that how that understanding has developed? Right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Folks, and, again, and, and I'm happy to repeat what I said, which is. I um, again, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. That was um, just a total disastrous press briefing. I did want to play. Let me play two things before we call John Francis and then our friend Marie at It's My Health. It's 145. This portion of the program brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Remember, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, they're waiting for you at the Lodge. Cranston PD Live, episode 10 tonight on Facebook. Um, I had some, let, let me just play. This is Chris Wallace saying he thinks it's unfair that they have, oh, this was on CNN, that she goes out and has to answer this stuff. Let me just play a little sound of this. Put her out there. The president should be out front on this. What do you think? Oh, I, I, look, I, they pay uh, press secretaries to do this kind of thing. It, it is start, can we start from the beginning? This is Don Lemon. It was unfair to put her out there. The president should be out front on this. What do you think? No. Oh, I, I, look, I, they pay uh, press secretaries to do this kind of thing. It, it is unfair in the sense that there was a lot of stuff she couldn't say and shouldn't say. But Joe Biden absolutely should not come out at this point. Among other things, as we say, yesterday they found another document. You know, they don't know what they don't know at this point. I'm sure they're searching every place that Joe Biden was since he left the vice presidency. Before you put the president of the United States out there, who is the target of this investigation, you got to be pretty sure you know all the facts. Think of that. That is so significant. Now, these were very good questions today. This is, um, let's see, I like the part where the, the White House goes after all right, let me play. Uh, is it ever okay for classified documents to be mixed with, mixed with personal I said before. Here we go. And as far as you know, is it ever okay for classified documents to be mixed with personal What I can say, uh, look, hmm. what I can say is what the president That's has said before, question. what I have said multiple uh, times. We take this very seriously. The president takes oh, she's classified terrible with the classified documents terrible. very seriously. Uh, but look, you know... I've said this. Uh, I've said this before. We have addressed this issue multiple times. That, at no, length. you're not answering it. Uh, Is and, it okay uh, we have to mix personal items with uh, classified with documents? The Department of Justice, and now we we'll had them doing the same with next week's Corvette. Out of just to what be prudent and just to make sure that uh, we are consistent, uh, I would refer you she's, anything that is related uh, to this terrible uh, to the, as it relates to the, Fire her. To the Department of Justice or my colleagues at the White House she Council. She is so far and over ahead. This is we see as the best way to move forward. We want to wow. respect the process. How about CNN? Is it uh, fair so to put her out there? I'm going to refer you to the Department of Justice. You're confident he followed whatever protocol was in place. Again, I think I'll repeat what they told me to say. I like this one. You've only answered questions when the press broke the news. Because it's an ongoing. Hold on, here Look, we come. I have, I have, I have answered questions when the press has broken in the news. Because it's an ongoing process. Because again, <laughs> it is an ongoing process. There's a. That was NBC here. that asked that. That is a very good question. We respect that. Let me find. Where's um, Mary Bruce of ABC? She asked a good question as well. This White House is in complete disarray at this point complete meltdown she should not listen she shouldn't have been there um she is way in over her head and i like the garage gate thing from pete ducey it was also yesterday that people started calling her car lago jane pierre the shady dealings demands answers I mean, it is, we did this by the book. This was today, oh, that's a little bit long. Christian uh, Welker, she was very good, but I think it was Mary Bruce. Wow. Dan Abrams, I don't care if you love or hate President Biden, but Corrine Jean, John P, Jean Pierre is a terrible press secretary. Oh, wow. You know, at this point, all she does is just go out and regurgitate the same talking points, as bad as, as they are, as a matter of fact. And they're, they're not very good. Let me just find one more. I think Mary Bruce of ABC asked a good question. I like that. He was surprised the records were found. He doesn't know what's in them. <laughs> Let me go to this. 
Here we just go. Just a couple things I want to clarify, just to make sure that our reporting is as accurate as possible. You know, the, the special counsel's, the White House counsel's uh, statement this morning said that documents were found in the president's Wilmington residence garage and in an adjacent room. But when the president mentioned this himself in person earlier, he said they were found in storage areas and in his personal library. So can you just clear this up? Which room, where were the documents actually found in his residence? Okay, so let me just step back because I know all of you will have a lot of questions. Uh, so I'll lay this up. <laughs> And I went off the rails from there. Put it that way. Absolutely went off the rails from there. All right, let me check the time. One fifty, Folks, good afternoon on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let me first just double check. Uh, again, football all weekend. NFL playoffs. Folks, this is the this weekend and next weekend is just fantastic. If you're Tom Brady, three games to glory. If he can get past the Cowboys on Monday night, if he can win next weekend, he's one game away then from the Super Bowl. One game away from the Super Bowl if Brady can pull this off. With Tom Brady, everything is about winning Monday night against the Cowboys as the Patriots just sit at home. Okay, John Francis has some nice new inventory. Let's call him first. Again, Cranston PD Live coming up later. This this uh, doc, Biden document story is uh, good. Let him let him run for re-election. I'm anxious to see him run for re-election. All right, let's see when we get John Francis on the air here, folks. Again, good afternoon, one and all. It is one in um, competition shooting supplies, four thirty five Benefit Street. In Pawtucket, he's got some nice postings. I'm looking at the Facebook page. Folks, joining us on the line right now is the Defender of the Faith, and it's uh, John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? I am looking on your Facebook page of competition shooting supplies. New one today. Wow. Tell us about that Smith & Wesson. Uh, so um, I've not been able to access my Facebook page. Oh. They banned me. You're kidding. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, well, I my access my, my ability to post or comment on anything has been removed until probably Monday. Wow. Okay. So well, it said asked me uh, uh, a question about a price on one of the guns in that picture. Yeah. And he used a dollar sign symbol when he did it, and so they either their algorithms or someone deemed it offensive. <laughs> and they, they've accused me of violating their community standards. Oh, wow. And so as punishment, they banned me for three days, not just my business page, but my personal page as well. Wow. I'm looking at how much for the Glock 19 uh, private message sent. How many beans for the SIG private yeah. message sent? Huh. So the SIG, uh, the SIG is 580. Uh, the Glock is 570, I believe. Uh, and the Smith & Wesson at the 686? Um, I believe it is, yes. The uh, 686. I want to say that's 865. Okay. Now, John Francis, all right, I'm sorry to hear about the uh, Facebook problem. But what, since, you know, this call is even more important since you can't post on Facebook. If you were able to post on Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, what is one of the things that you would be posting today? So I just got another shipment. Here we of, go. I got some more nine millimeter range ammo today. Excellent, great. I got some more uh, federal tw- uh, twelve gauge uh, target ammo, uh, wow. which I've not been able to get in quite some time. Awesome. Um, I do have. I've got some uh, some used uh, AR fifteen carbines that I got earlier this week, which I didn't get a chance to post pics of. But I'll be, uh, I just got to get them test fired and, and cleaned a little bit, and then I'll get them out for sale. That'll be probably be beginning of next week. Um, and that's about, uh, about it for now. All right. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot. And, uh, folks, remember, if you want to be a little more liquid, you could always call Competition Shooting Supplies before you just bring them in. John Francis, what are your hours on this Friday, and what are your hours uh, tomorrow? Uh, so today I am here until six and tomorrow I am open nine to four. All right. You're the defender of the faith. John Francis, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, John. You All too. right, folks, there it is. John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Right now it's 155. 
Let's see if we can get on the queen of health, uh, Marie. It's my health. 1099 Mendon Road in Cumberland. The rain has stopped. Uh, this It's very mild out, as a matter of fact, folks, which we'll take. Um, I don't mind. I know many folks joining us on the line right now. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. It is the queen of health. It is Marie. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Marie, we are right now almost basically in the middle of January or pretty close to it. This is when cold and flu season people need to be healthy. The question is, if they pop into It's My Health, could Marie recommend some things to keep people healthy? We sure can. We have a number of things that can help to boost the immune system, or if you are in the throes of something, we do have some remedies that can be helpful for that as well. I also want to stress, you carry some uh, great local items. So not only can people shop locally, but they can also pick up some great local quality items. We love good local companies. We have local honey, local maple syrup. We even have local gum. We've got some skincare products that are that are locally made. Um, Elderberry syrup, which is really good for this time of year, and fire cider, um, that's locally made. So we're always looking for those wonderful companies that are that are local to us. Now, Marie, on a rainy kind of raw Friday. What might be some nice type of tea that you might recommend that someone could have that may warm them up right away? All kinds of nice um, green teas, fruity teas, even the spicy teas or the chais. Those are really nice for for the winter time for for those days when you're you know when it's like this when it's just just kind of you want to just kind of curl up on the couch, right? That's right. And Marie, also, this time of year, especially with this weather, people sometimes get some aches and pains. Folks, at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Marie also has some great hemp and CBD products. We do. We have a number of, of different products that are really good for any kind of pain. We have topicals. We have things that you take orally. So for anxiety, for pain, for sleeplessness, for stress, um, we have some good CBD for that. And we have a lot of pets who are on it as well for arthritis and things like that. Folks, again, it's Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, um, Marie, what are your hours for the remaining part of this Friday? And then what are your hours for tomorrow? We'll be here till 5.30 today and from 9 to 4 tomorrow. You are the queen of health. Keep up the good work and my best to the luckiest man in New England. Thank you, John. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, pop in and see her. She is just amazing. That is Marie, 1099, Men Road to Cumberland. Actually, I realize it is still drizzly a little bit outside. It is still a little bit drizzly outside. But at the same time, I'm looking at the uh, forecast again right now for um for next week. And I, I know they're saying like it's possible a little bit of snow maybe on Sunday into Monday, but it unless I'm missing something, it doesn't seem to be anything substantial by any means. If anything, so it is drizzly right now, but hey, the temperature is above fifty. And then it's gonna be dry the rest of today into tonight. Don't forget tonight. Cranston PD Live, episode 10. You can watch that on my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. And then we'll also have it posted on YouTube for those that are not NFB. I'm seeing potentially a little bit of snow Sunday into Monday, but the high on Sunday into Monday is going to be like 38 degrees. So, And then all next week, temperatures in the 40s and the 50s, although it could be a little bit rainy. Folks, again... At 159, this portion of the show brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, Link, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Lodge. Well, it is the John DePietro Show. You can find me uh, tonight. We'll do Cranston PD Live episode 10 on Facebook. I want to thank Jeff. I want to thank JR. Have everybody, listen, have a great weekend. Patriots are not in the playoffs, but it's still... Uh, NFL playoffs this weekend. And again, coming up, the 2 o'clock news, you're going to hear the big story. The Biden document controversy continues to heat up. Uh, enjoy this Friday. I'll see you tonight with Cranston PD Live. WNRI Winsocket.